Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. is the number to call. So Aaron Rodgers front and center. We talked a little bit about the Mets and Yankees rotation. One other thing, and we talked some WBC, so whatever it is you want to discuss, if you want to talk about WBC, Rodgers, Giants, whatever, and we're here for you. The other thing from spring training that stands out is what all these youngsters, what the prospects have done really for both the Mets and the Yankees. And... Let's focus on the Yankees for a second with Volpe, with Dominguez. These guys, you know, it's now March 14th. This is not early spring anymore. We're almost two weeks from opening day. And I'm I'm not trying to put too much stock in the actual numbers themselves. However, at what point does it become real for Volpe and Dominguez to make the team? When you continue to rake and put up the numbers that they're putting up, and by the way, you know, there may not be a need specifically for Volpe, but man, everything you read or hear about this guy and then watch, how can you keep him off the team? Seems like he might be ready right now. And Dominguez, there is a need in the outfield. And if Dominguez continues to hit the way that he's hitting, you know, again, I'm not one of these guys who wants to rush prospects up, but... At some point soon, you would think that it's going to get real for, hey, you know what? These guys are continuing to make an impact. Maybe we should consider at least having them on the big club. I think Dominguez may be even more so likely than Volpe, although I know Volpe is closer and more ready. But just the fact that there's a need for an outfielder. The Yankees need an outfielder. There's no other way to cut it. Where you had coming into the year, they were thin in left field to begin with. Now they lose Bader to start the year. Yankees have some uh, trouble. They have some problems in the outfield. And I know the fans want to see Dominguez, the Martian, whatever. But, man, why not bring him up and see what he could do if he continues to rake, you know, over the course of the next couple of weeks? At some point, you got to put some stock into what these guys are doing. No. And you could say the same same thing for the Mets where, you know, I know Alvarez numbers haven't been there. By the way, I was thinking about this because I saw Alvarez on Sunday throw an absolute BB to first base to pick off a runner. And I was thinking, my goodness, this guy's got a cannon. I had no idea. All you hear about is all the defense is not there with Alvarez and he's lacking a little bit. But then you watch him play and you see that this guy's got a rocket behind the plate. The Mets need, forget the DH nonsense. The Mets need to 
groom him to be the catcher to start opening day next year. That's what Francisco Alvarez should be, the everyday starting catcher or whatever, the primary starting catcher for the Mets starting with opening day next year. Give him another full year in the minors. You want to bring him up midway through the season as a backup or whatever, I'm okay with that. But he needs to get burned in the minors as a catcher. Let him catch. Let him learn how to call a game. That's where the value will be with the offense. The other guys with Vientos, with Beatty, with Mauricio, they've been raking. Mauricio with the power, Vientos and Beatty with the average. Beatty and Alvarez, to me, are easy decisions. Beatty's got to stay down in the minors and learn how to play third base because defensively, he's not there. And that is concerning. And Alvarez, same thing. Both those guys still have a long way to go as far as being groomed defensively to be whole players, well-rounded players at the big league level. Mauricio, a little bit different. He doesn't have a position. I know he's a shortstop, but obviously the Mets don't have a need at shortstop. Plus, he doesn't profile as a shortstop anyway. He is huge. I would think he's going to profile more as a third baseman or a corner outfielder, which are two spots the Mets could potentially look at him for. Which one of him or Beatty is going to be better long-term defensively at third, and then the other one should be moved to the outfield. Anyway, you can make a case that Mauricio could be a DH at the major league level if he continues his toward spring. And maybe even more so for Vientos. I mean, it's got to be now or never for Vientos, no? What's his position? What is his role exactly? Vientos doesn't have a position, so his role would be right-handed hitting DH. Guess what? Right now, the Mets have Darren Ruff scheduled to fill that void. I know they have Tommy Pham as well, but Pham's a fourth outfielder. Yeah, he could DH a little bit. Mets are going to need, would you rather have Darren Ruff or Mark Vientos? If you want to start the season with Ruff, assuming he's healthy, see if he could give you anything. If not, maybe he's toast, and then you move on from him and give Vientos a chance. But Vientos, if he doesn't make it up here now, where there is a need for what he could provide, and he doesn't have a position, it's not like he's you know a young stud that they're going to try to shoehorn somewhere like Beatty or Mauricio or you know Alvarez. What we're talking about, and then then when. But it's just a a unique spring, and I know that we've evolved to talking about more prospects now than ever before, it seems. Prospects are front and center. Fans can't get enough of it. Who's next? Yeah, that's great that this guy's here now. Yeah, that's great that we have all these players, but who's next? Who's coming in the minor league system? Draft picks and stockpile, you know, talent in the draft and groom them through the minor league system. Look, you do need to do that to have a successful organization. Of course, I understand that. However, it was never something that was talked about to this degree. It's always something that, at least from my perspective, even as a fan many years ago, it was never about the minor league. Unless your team is awful. If your team is bad, then you could start to get excited about who's coming up through the ranks. Because that's your only hope. But with the Mets and Yankees, Two teams who should be operating the way that they now both are, spending a ton of money. It should never be about the prospects. Those guys could come up like Volpe, like Peraza, like Dominguez. Yeah, they could come up, but it's not about them first and foremost. It's got to be about the major league level guys. So I don't know when we got to this point. 
talking about these prospects. Uh, but they have been the focal point this spring, and with good reason, because people love prospects and because they've been performing offensively at a high level. Not that we put too much stock in spring training numbers, but if they continue to produce at some point, you got to consider bringing some of them up, no? Peraza is going to be the everyday starting shortstop for the Yanks, I would assume, and Volpe won't be too far behind as far as making this team. I doubt opening day, but he should make this team, barring a rash of injuries, because even if, let's say, Rizzo is out to start the year, you would think they just have LeMayu play first, and that solves the logjam on the infield, at least in the short term. But with the Mets, it would be interesting if they keep all those guys down there or give one of them a chance. And I think Vientos is the closest. Vientos or Mauricio. And look, major leagues with regular major league pitching on a consistent level, not just spring training where you see it occasionally. Guys aren't working on stuff. Guys are actually out there trying to get outs at the major league level once the game start. Maybe a different story. Maybe we see Mauricio get exposed. Maybe Vientos can't hang. But man, I mean, the way that these youngsters are performing, it is hard not. In the beginning, it was like, all right, dude, we get it. Yeah, that's great. Beatty's got three hits in you know five at-bats or whatever it is. That's great. But the long haul, they've, they've now produced consistently throughout the spring. You feel like, man, one of these guys could make it. No? Which one will it be? If any. If you had a bet right now, Fleegs, which one would it be for either the Mets or the Yankees? Pick one guy. You know, Obviously, Peraz is going to be there, so forget him. Volpe, Dominguez, the four Mets, who would you pick is going to make most likely to make the major leagues? Even though I don't think any are, I would say Vientos um, because he has the most natural role. Even though I think the Mets are lower on him than any of the others. Like if Beatty was right-handed, he'd be the guy because they need somebody who's going to hit lefties. I just think that Mets roster spot is going to Tim LaCastro. But you're going to have LaCastro instead of Ruff? Correct, yes. Did you do the math on that? Yeah, we've already been over it. There's right, that but one what if they, spot Because I don't the think they're just going to cut Ruff, especially in favor of LeCastro. Injured list because of the wrist. Right. Or the so the bet, and the and bet, Le Ca- Le Castro gives them the defense off the bench, the outfield depth, yeah. and the speed to I'm, come I'm, in late I'm in games. fine with that, but in addition to an actual bat. So you're looking at LeCastro, backup catcher, Guillaume. Well, then the ideal fam, thing is that they trim a relief pitcher and carry Vientos five. to hit and LeCastro to play defense and steal bases. So it's either four or five bench guys, right? Right. If you're penciling Vogel back in as the most day DH because you're going to face more righties than lefties, then, then there's four everyday bench players. Four everyday bench players, Vogel back the DH. And it's Guillaume, the backup catcher, fam, and then this last spot. Which could be LeCastro or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably say the same thing. I would think... The two most likely would be Volpe or Vientos, and I really don't believe the Yanks are going to start the year with Volpe up here. It's definitely Volpe over the other. As much as Mets fans might not want to hear it, and I don't think the Yankees are bringing Volpe up to start the year, but there's no chance that, I mean, Mauricio hasn't even played in AAA yet. It's not going to be him. We know where the Mets stand on Alvarez. They have two catchers, and they think Alvarez yeah. needs to catch, and Beatty's ready, He's but right third. now he has to learn third, and they have no room for him to play every day. Eduardo Escobar, one, being a veteran, and two, with his September performance last year, he earned the first right. shot at this job. 
And I really do think it's that combined with the fact that Beatty defensively has been a mess. I mean, nobody talks about how many errors he's been making as well. He's got a Beatty and Alvarez got to polish up down in the minors before they get the call. Up and to they Beatty. also see us maybe as far as Beatty because Alvarez might be longer. They don't see that there's nothing wrong with calling a guy up in May. He plays 110 games for you, and he's a big part of your roster yeah, in October. Right. Both teams, they're not planning for October, or they're not. This is not the October roster. Like when we, Correct. when these teams are in the playoffs, Beatty's going to be with the Mets. One of, if not both of, Vientos and Alvarez are going to be with the Mets. Volpe is not just going to be with the Yankees. He's going to be starting for the Yankees in October. Right. All these, oh, will they make the opening day roster conversations are kind of pointless. It's good for now, but ultimately, whatever the opening day roster is, it's not going to be the same thing. Michael Harris wasn't on the Braves opening day roster last year. Yeah, right. Or or come trade deadline, come postseason. Right. Things like that happen. So whether Ruff, that's why I don't really care if Ruff's on the opening day roster. It is just interesting, though, that we have so many of these guys with the four Mets, a couple Yankees. And they've all performed. Like, right. the thing is, well, these guys maybe could make it interesting. You know, if Beatty's hitting 230 in spring training, all right, he's not ready, you know, whatever. He's hitting four, But whatever. all of them are, I mean, Volpe looks like the best player that the Yankees have right. in camp. Beatty looks like one of the best hitters the Mets have in all of camp. So they've wowed you to the point where it's, Put, it's putting down people's Raiders. I mean, Mauricio, everybody knew, even b- with the big winter ball. All right, well, he's middle of the season at best. He hasn't been in AAA yet. Now, because of the way he's tearing the cover off the ball in spring, people get excited. They want to see him right now. Right, exactly. I know the fans. I don't remember. Forget the guys who have actually accomplished it in the major leagues yeah. already. I just want to see the kid who looks great against guys who, where are they going to be come April? In the minor leagues with the player I want. Yeah. Oh, the unknown. Oh, I want to see the new toy. I want to see the new shiny toy. Forget this guy. I think that guy might be able to be something special. So it's always grass is always greener. Yeah, exactly. It's always who's next, what's next, as opposed to just looking at what is. The other thing is that not only have these guys perform well, but the other thing is that you're talking about teams that are loaded up. The Mets and Yankees are both loaded up. Yeah, they have certain areas of need, but it should never be about prospects to the level that it's been in regards to these two teams when you have the payroll that they each have. And especially when we're talking about, like, for the Mets and really kind of the Yankees too, even though people don't like some of the starters, we're really talking about the last player to make each roster. (laughs) Right, a lot of fuss. Like, you know, if the team stinks and you're like, well, bring up the prospect because he's going to hit fifth every day, that's not what we're talking about with either team. And there's a better chance that Vientos is not a legit major leaguer than... We've talked about it all last year. We don't think the Mets think he's a legit everyday major leaguer. That's kind of my point. If not now, then when? I I think Volpe is a matter of time. You're right. Just not to start. But I think he's going to be the best of the bunch this year. If you factor in all the guys. Maybe Beatty and Alvarez eventually take over down the the road. I don't think they're going to be as good as Volpe... Sounds to be immediately. Well, Volpe also two-way player. I mean, Alvarez maybe just with the bat, but two-way player. Volpe was always supposed to be the best of this group. Maybe Dominguez if you had him, but he's you know at least a year away. With Volpe, he's supposed to be that guy, and every step of the way, he's looked like what he's been promised to be. Yeah, stud. I can't wait to watch him play. I can't wait to watch any of these guys play at the big league level. Eight, but it shouldn't be a necessity for either team. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Rich is in Freeport. What's up, Rich? Sal, how you doing, bud? Hi, Rich. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I, I got to start off with this because it, it really bothered me. With um, um, when you make comments such as 
you didn't know that Alvarez had the gun that he had behind uh-huh. home plate, or that Mauricio was a switch hitter, or this, that, and the third. I didn't say that. It just, it, I didn't say that well, Mauricio was a switch well, hitter. Well, it was, it was, it was something very similar to that extent. And what it shows. No, me, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I never said that. I said. I said. I never said that. I said that about Alvarez. I never said that about Mauricio. All right. Well, you said something to very similar to that extent that that shows your disconnect to the minor system. All right, it right. really does. And so, hold on a second. What if I what if I pretended to? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not trying to punish you for this. I'm just. Well, I'm hold just on a second. You, know. you don't. No, no. You don't. A. You don't get to punish me for anything. That's number one. Oh, stop it. No, no. What do you no, mean? Don't stop it. it. Like, who, who are you? Like, like that's what I meant. Like that's what I meant. But, stop but, Rich, what do you? I don't understand what your point is. Like, what is your? I, I don't pretend to be a minor league well, expert. Well, can you? Can you? Can you let me talk? Can I you, don't. Can you let me talk? Good. Because right off the back, you 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 stumbled me right off the back. So give me a chance. All right. What I'm saying is that you clearly show a disconnect, or you just don't know enough about the minor system and how these these prospects are graded, all right? You have made comments that have, I'll be honest with you, it showcases basically that, that you don't know how these guys are graded when it comes to fielding, when it comes to hitting, and things like that. You need to pay a little more attention Rich, to that. That's Rich, what I'm Rich, who are you to tell me what to do? Oh, I, boy. No, here no, we go. Wait, here we go, Rich. Here we I'm, go. I'm serious. Why here we go. Rich, shut Did up and listen button? for a second. Did shut... I hit a button here, Sam? No, you didn't. Shut up and listen for a second. I cover I Major League Baseball. I'm in the majors at what I do. I talk about the majors. I don't make it a secret that I'm not studying prospects. That's not my job. I talk about it's baseball. Not, it's I talk not about... my job either, Sal, but I make it part of my, my fandom. Good for, good for you so you tune. care about the minor leagues i don't to stay in tune with that and somebody who's actually talking what what on, is your on point broadcast what is your actually p- be in tune with that too what are you all, talking all about I'm what is your point is that some somebody like ronnie mauricio definitely needs another year in triple a he needs to go down there he needs to no get crap that's what we're talking about so what what is your point i don't understand you what you're like right what? now you're 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 you idiot you cursed on the show, you moron. Now you get lost. That's why I cut you off. I would let you go. I don't know what you're talking about. Is your point to call? And to, see, this is where I have a problem with people. Are you calling, Rich, you friggin' idiot? Are you calling to talk about sports? Or are you calling to talk about what I know or don't know about the minor leagues? I don't make it any bones. I'm not a minor league expert. Guess what? I don't care about the minor leagues. I don't worry about the minor leagues. I worry about the major leagues. Now, obviously, in spring training, a big part of the storyline is going to be these minor leaguers. Whether it's Brett Beatty, Alvarez, Mauricio, whoever, Volpe. But I'm, I'm still confused about what your point is. I wish you would just call and make a point as opposed to trying to make something up coming at me for what? Because I said I was wowed by Alvarez's arm? Yeah, when did Alvarez make a throw like that in the big leagues? 
You know what I know Alvarez for? Whiffing like he looked overmatched in a series against Atlanta when he came up to the big leagues because I don't waste my time watching minor league games. I don't have the time to do it. It's not my job. I'm not a minor league expert. I'll read about it. I'll watch them when they're in the majors. I'll watch some spring training games when I get a chance. That's what I do. You don't like it. Guess what? You go do something else. Good for you. You can be a minor league expert. That's not my job. Now, do you want to talk about the players or not? Call and talk about the players. Please, what was his point? I'm still confused as to what his Well, that's the was. thing. In the two, three minutes, he said you said something about uh, your that showed lack of knowledge in the minor league system, but he never said what that is. He said something about you saying Mauricio is a I switch said, hitter. Which I don't even know what he's talking he, about. Well, I don't. One, you didn't say that. Two, he is. So well, I no, don't know. He, I think he said that I said he wasn't or something. But I don't. But re- you did. You didn't say that. Definitely not so, today. I right. don't recall saying that. I don't think. I mean, you definitely didn't say that when right. I was here because I would have just told you in your right. head. You know, he is whatever. Right. So you didn't say that. And then when he had said something, you said about how they grade players. Like, I mean, yeah, we all know they grade players on that. You know, the fifty-five to this eighty scale. But either way, like we don't. You don't pretend to know that. Just whatever it was that you said that was so I said glaring that Al- in his I mind. I said that I was surprised that Alvarez had that gun. So he's saying I probably should have known that he had that. But what when- you're also talking about is that in his limited action last year, we didn't see it. And his other point about Mauricio obviously needs a year in AAA, you did say that. Right, we never said, no, we were saying you that because of the seasoning in the minors. Right. right. Right now, we both said the Vientos would be the closest. Here's the thing about Alvarez, that... The number one thing about him has been what? What's all the talk been dating back to last year? Power. Right. What's What's the big reason why? The lack of defense. Correct. So when all you hear about and read about and everybody that you talk to, and I'm talking about people that were in, you know, former general managers, people in the game, everybody that I talk to every day for last year, Ah, Alvarez, defense, defense, defense. So all I'm hearing is bad defense. He's not ready this, not ready that. And then I actually take the time to watch a game the other day because I happen to have it on when I'm fixing that freaking toilet. I'm watching, and I see Alvarez throw a BB to first base to pick a guy off. I'm thinking, he's got potential defensively. They're all making it sound like he's not going to make it. That's and even, the point. you know, when we hear, oh, a guy's got a great arm. All right, there's hearing that. Right. And then there's seeing, seeing that it, throw right. he made the other day. One, the strength and the power of the throw. Two, the recognition to make that right. snap throw down to first. Right. So, And I'm not pretending to be a minor league expert. By the way, and this is going to end this argument here, by the way, why would I give a flying you-know-what about what people grade prospects when my entire life I've seen many, many, many players who came up with whatever high grades you're talking about from these scouts or graders or whatever, and these guys suck. So why would I care what they do in the minors? I care about what they do at the big league level. That's what I care about. Ahmed Rosario is going to be this and that, and then I watch him, and you know what? He's not that good. Or Dom Smith. Oh, wait, Dom Smith, top pick. He's going to be, and then I watch him, and he's not that good. How about all the baby bombers? Gary Sanchez. Oh, my God, Gary Sanchez. Forget about it. He's the next best thing. Glaber Torres, him and Rosario, you couldn't figure out which one was going to be the best. Glaber Torres has been a bust compared to the expectations. All the hype around all these guys. Jesus Montero going to be the next Mike Piazza. Where's he exactly? 
Clint Frazier, bat speed. Oh, my God, he's the bat speed god. Where's Clint Frazier? So you can worry about the minor leagues. I worry about the major leagues. Because the major leagues is what matters. Nobody gives a crap about the results in the minor leagues. And if you do, the joke's on you. Been here about Dominguez for years. He's nowhere near the big leagues yet. It's exciting to hear about young players and see them come play and have their careers pan out the way maybe you'd hope. I'm excited to see Alvarez, what he could do. He's not ready yet. I'd rather worry about the big league team. You know who's more important than Francisco Alvarez right now? Omar Narvaez. Good God, man. Chris is calling from Beacon. Good morning, Chris. Very aggravated tonight. <laughs> no, I'm in, actually in a good mood. See, here's the problem. Let me just one more thing, Chris. Yeah. If if you're calling the show, you should be talking about the sports, not trying to pick a fight with me. Do you want I, my here, here's the thing. You want my job, and this is for everybody. This is an open challenge. You want my job or jobs? Come get it. I know I think at this point some of these people are, are just trying to get you aggravated because they know they know they can pick at you to where they where you can flip out and then, you know. WFAN is, is putting you on, you know, on their Twitter saying, Sal had a losing on another guy today. It's like they really just try to message you at this point. Yeah, that well, was making I, no I, sense. Yeah, whatever. He's worried about the minor leagues. Good, then call a minor league radio station because this is yeah. the major leagues. Call exactly. a minor league radio Does station. Does he know that you host a, a show called Oh, my God. Tonight? Good God. What are we doing? You know, when I talk to former players, former managers, former general managers, I'm hearing what they say about these minor leaguers. But Omar Minaya, who was one of the better general managers of the Mets have had. Now, look, nobody's perfect. And he's currently working with the Yankees. You know what he says about these prospects? Prospects become suspects. Says it all the time. That doesn't mean that these guys aren't going to pan out. But it means that I'm tired of hearing about the endless names. I just gave you 15 examples of it between the Mets and Yankees. So wake me up when they get here. Then we can watch them. You want to watch them somewhere else? That's your your business. I don't have time to do it. Yeah, that's what I call prospects for yeah, a reason. Right, exactly. You don't even know if they're going to pan out. No one knows anything. Um, now, I'm glad you're a Friday night went as planned. Mine did not go as well as I planned. And uh, I get a redo today, I think. Well, good luck I'm with that. Cool. Yeah, I mean, a little yeah. flowers. You you had talked about it. We called. You said bring the flowers. And I told you, yeah, I'm gonna, I already got a plan in place. Yeah. And it was executed uh, perfectly. So it was Perfect. nice. Perfect. All right, Sal. So I'm, I'm getting aggravated with the situation all day today. And everyone's saying this is going to go down soon. It's going to go down before noon and this and that. And look, these three rookie players are really upset at me, man, with their Twitter and this. You know, people are going to – when I see them posting that, you know, don't I can enjoy my vacation now and this and that, you know, people like me, I'm not watching all the dudes and playing my freaking bed looking at this stuff. It's going to take you as, oh, it's a done deal. And, you know, it's the same thing that they're doing last year with the whole Mike White stuff and everything. It's like you know, they have to, like, sit back and relax. and just, You know, then you have the other dude now, uh, Aaron Rodgers guy, school, everything, saying, you know, you guys can post what you want on Twitter. You know, I can text him. I have his phone number. It's like they're making a joke of all this right now. So Well, I they thought, no, I know, and that's his buddy, um, you know, with the Packers there. Yeah. It, it, I think Garrett Wilson was legitimately – fooled by Trey Wingo's tweet 
yeah. thinking that the deal was done. That's why he was smiling like many others were. So that's part of the problem. I think yeah. you just, look, you're on edge. You want it to happen. You just get Nancy with it and, and make a decision already. Yeah, it has to happen. I don't know um, what they're doing. If, it's, if it, I know, uh, I think Garrett Wolf said it or somebody said it's going to be a package deal. So I don't know if he's bringing some people over and they're why they're dumping so much out of here and they're gonna gonna come with a couple guys. Well, didn't Craig know, didn't but, Carton say today that he thought Thielen once Rodgers announced uh, where he was you know was definitely coming to the Jets? Maybe Thielen said, "Hey, get me over to the Jets." So I mean, I think that that's possible. You you have endless options, assuming Aaron Rodgers does decide he wants to come to the Jets. So I, it needs to happen. And look, all the and I only with this now because I'm, I'm aggravated. I'm, you know, I ain't get no sleep today because I'm going early because all this freaking snow up my way but i'm just like i am aggravated with this whole situation i'm aggravated with some of these hosts and, and fans and, and Twi- sal this is why before i get to that point real quick i don't know how busy you are but this is why i delete, i was happy to delete my twitter since having my twitter i'm more aggravated now in the last half a uh, week and a half and i only have seven freaking followers you already so deleted was, it i thought you just no, made no, one. no no i had though this one i'm talking about my original one and some reason I can't get more than seven followers. More than a few and fleeks out of five followers. It's insane. I have thousands of followers on my other one. But look, with these fans that don't want him to come, do they understand? Look, this is driving me insane, Sal, and you have to explain this to people. They're trying to throw all that, thinking, okay, I'd rather have uh, Lamar Jackson. You're not getting him. Because, first of all, these same Jeff fans, you want to, this guy's looking for $250 million all guaranteed. You want a guy with an injury history to have Woody Johnson go give this guy $50, $60 million a year guaranteed, which he's not going to do. And if they do offer him $45 million guaranteed, the Baltimore Ravens already said they're going to, they're going to match it. So they're, what are you, what are we doing here? We're going to get, we're going to, you're putting out there you don't want Aaron Rodgers. Then you're going to have Zach Wilson start. Or who else are going to go at that point? Well, that's, you're not getting Lamar Jackson. When you hear all, when, when you hear all in, Chris, and thank you for the call, when you hear Rodgers or bust, what do you think bust means? It's not, oh, yeah, well, they'll go all in for Rodgers. It's Rodgers or bust, but that second option, the bust option, is going to be great. Lamar Jackson, to me, has never been realistic. I don't think he's leaving the Ravens. Ravens. You know, put that out there to where teams could go and, and give an offer, but they have the right to match, meaning that they will match, aside from it being just such an absurd contract. And I don't think it's going to be absurd because I don't think another team's going to go out there and do something foolish the way that Cleveland did with Deshaun Watson. And that's what Lamar wants. It's Rodgers or bust. It has to be Rodgers. They're in way too deep now. If it's not, and I think that it will be, but if it's not, you worry about that at the time. Right now, all the focus is on make sure you secure Aaron Rodgers. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets have acquired Mike Piazza from the Florida Marlins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good thing I'm going to Fort St. Lucie Friday. Brush up on all my minor leaguers. To get their roster handy. Make sure I get, you know, get the video going. Maybe I'll take a little video on my phone. I don't know if that's legal. Make sure I brush up on all the minor leaguers. I was talking to Fleegs about this off the air. It's I still don't understand what the point of that call was before. But let's just say that he called up and said, Sal, how could you... Well, you just said you were impressed with Alvarez's throw. What, what's You haven't watched him before? I'm like, no, actually, I don't recall seeing him defensively to that degree where I saw that type of throw. Oh, yeah, man, I've been watching him in the minors, and he had that throw. That's how that conversation should go. Not like the guy comes on with basically like, oh, oh, you, you don't know how we grade prospects? You've never watched Alvarez's arm before? How dare you have a show on the fan in SNY? Like, that's his main thing. You know what? And he Maybe also he... came in trying to be combative and rude. The second he said something and you asked, well, what are you saying? And he wouldn't actually say what he really meant. He went straight to, oh, are you going to do this? Come here. Like, he right. was he was trying to be the next guy to get that got something. That, that's what his MO was. Well, I mean, I guess mission accomplished then because, uh, and it's not even that I'm actually in a good mood. No, nah, he, did, he didn't get what he really wanted. What did he want? He wanted like a, like a blow or something like that. Like, instead, you just kind of swatted him away like an idiot fly because that's what he yeah. was. Well, I mean, I did call him an idiot. Maybe that's, yeah. No, I didn't lose my bleep. That's, yeah, he was trying to get you, he was pushing every button trying to get you to lose your temper. It. He even goes, oh, am I pushing the button? No, right, you're right. not. Am you're, I, yeah. You're you're not. Am I you're the just, next guy you're gonna come? He was he was trying to be like a viral internet thing. He was probably sitting there the recording point. it at home, wanted to send it to all of his friends. <laughs> Get to the point. Like I said, I'm not the, the one thing about me, I don't pretend like we'll talk about college basketball. Matter of fact, I'm hoping to have one of my buddies from SNY who's like a college basketball. You can't be more of a college college basketball expert than he has uh he is. Um, Jackson Heil, I'm going to have him on tomorrow because I don't know anything about college hoops. Shouldn't say that. I mean, I know a little bit about college hoops, but I don't pretend to be an expert. So we'll have Jackson. I'll have some fun going over the bracket and all that stuff. But point is, with the minor leagues, there are times during the season. Last year, I had Joe DeMeo on where he he's the expert. He was the name I was just thinking of. Like, you know, there are topics where you expect, all right, every host should have a knowledge of this. Right specifics on how people scout minor leaguers and what attribute each guy has in each way, guys who we haven't seen in the majors yet, that's not something you expect everybody to just know. That's where, again, that's where we bring in a Joe DeMeo, a guest, somebody who specializes in that and builds an entire career off of studying that thing that makes you appealing to people because 99% of people out there don't know it, don't or can't spend their time Learning all of that. Yeah, and it's never been, and that's why this fas- uh, this um, infatuation with prospects nowadays, 
I've never once ever in my life as a fan. The only time I remember getting excited about things was Generation K for the Mets in like 95. And how that worked out, how yeah, they graded exactly. those prospects. Totally. And then you wonder why I hate prospects. How, how, and right around that time, how was Alex Ochoa? Yeah, he's another one. Ochoa, all these guys. You mentioned Fernando Martinez a little and bit And last later. thing's Miller, right. Oh, one. Can't, no, you can't trade those guys for Manny no, or Roy Oswald. Yeah, right. No, all these prospects for years. So I remember the hype around him, but as a fan, I always cared about the major league product. Except when your team stinks and your only hope is the minor leaguers, then you're, yeah, okay, the Generation K, let's see what they could do. Ray Ordonez, let's see what they could do when they come up here. And then whatever, you see it play out the way that it is. But to get caught up in it, to be an expert on you think I'm wasting time watching Francisco Alvarez last year in Double A or whatever it is. Yeah, come on, you got to subscribe to the MILB package. Yeah. And in addition to watching all right. the major Mets, league games, yeah. which is something that in this job you're expected to do: watch the Mets, watch the Yankees. Another team like you have to watch two major league teams and have a full understanding of both of them in this market. You also got to go and do it for the minor league teams too. And again, if you're going to do the Mets, if you're going to watch Syracuse, obviously you have to watch Scranton too. Yeah, right. I, mean, well, I don't know if you pick double A or triple A, yeah, but you have, to, pick, you have to do both a, yeah, systems. Just, just in case, you never know. I, I just I just don't understand, like, what, what do you expect? Oh. I mean, this is a sport where 15 years ago, did anybody really even pay attention to the MLB draft? I mean, it's blown no. up, like you said, in the last few years because people are obsessed with the prospects. Even that. But even a bit, you know, it's not like football where we're talking about, all right, the, guy, the quarterback that gets drafted, the four that go at the top of this draft, we're going to see most, if not all of them, if not week one, by November. These baseball guys, oh, cool, this is going to be the guy who gets drafted. See you in two to three years. How If that, Made how long right. did it take Brandon Nimmo to come If up? they get here. It, well, Nimmo was a high schooler, but right, it took him five or six all years right, to get here. But still, they drafted him in all the hype. Even Dom Smith, like, all right, where is this guy? Or I mean, that's also, you know, a couple years ago, oh, the Mets drafted this kid, Pete Crow Armstrong, right. look out for him. Bye, see you in a trade. Yeah, right. Uh, Gavin Cicchini, all these guys. You know, last year they drafted a catcher, or Kevin Ploiecki. Last year they drafted a catcher. Yeah, well, okay, great. What am I supposed to be excited about this? See you in five years. Remember how excited we were told to be for Ploiecki and yeah, Darno? That's what I mean. I, I Yes, I remember it. More than not, these guys disappoint. But whatever. And I'm not saying you can't be focused on it or excited about it. It's just never been for me. That's it's, it. it's something that nobody, like, listen, Evan, and he won't have any problem with Evan is probably, like, the geekiest Met fan here. Does he He'll get call into the prospects or not? He gets into prospects the same way we all do. We know, like, all right, who's on the top 10 list? Who is expected yeah. to be the guy? Maybe we know the ETA. Like, all right, Alvarez is going to be this year. Uh, Alex Ramirez is probably still right. a couple years away. You know what position they play. Maybe what other position they might move to. The intricacies of what they do it and how all right. five tools are graded, of course not. Right. Uh, it's. I mean, come on. At, at what point in the system is it a cutoff? Is it double A? Is it the top 20 guys in the system? Right, when they you, reshuffle that, do you got to throw those start, 10 guys out, bring right. in the 10 new guys? Where should we start caring uh, about the minor leaguers? When they're drafted? I mean, a lot of people do. They care right from the draft. If they're they 16 years on. old and they're signed internationally, you got to start them right there. And again, the in Bing New York, bongers. you got to do both teams. Met or Yankee fan, you have to do both. Yeah, the Bing Bongers. I should ask that guy a couple of Yankees questions. Guarantee he didn't. He doesn't know. Couldn't name three starting players maybe on the Yanks. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Russell is calling from West Islip. What's up, Russell? Hey Sal, um, I want to defend you on that idiotic call. Um, my minor leagues, like I totally don't follow them. Yeah, it's all right. We don't, have to, we don't have to go over like, it, but yeah. You know, when, when when they talk about, like, the, the people who are going to come up, like, I don't care about them until, like, 
come up and show something. But that's not my point. My point is the Aaron Rodgers thing. And listen, you know, the Jets might only get it for two years, and they might only win, you know, they might not win a Super Bowl, but the Jets are going to be so much more fun because they've been quarterback the crap for, like, ever. So at least it's going to be interesting and fun. Agreed. And they, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, hey, look, if if they don't get the Super Bowl because the AFC has so many good teams, the Bengals, the Chiefs, whatever, at, at least they're in the at least they're in the mix. It's possible that no, they. That's run. that's why, and thank you for the call, Russell. That's why they have to get Rodgers. That's why it was Rodgers or bust. They get Rodgers, they are in the conversation. And you're right. Anybody saying that they shouldn't get Rodgers or they don't want Rodgers, uh, oh, no, we'd rather have this guy or I don't want to waste the draft picks, you're insane. How can you not want the excitement that Rodgers is going to bring and the legitimacy that Rodgers is going to bring? Justin is in Monroe. What's up, Justin? Hey, good morning, Sal. How are you? Good, Justin. How are you this morning? Not too bad, not too bad. Did you watch Lexus Sunday? Uh, I did not. uh, I mean, I know Rutgers got screwed, if that's where you're getting at. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought they would be in, but that last loss at Minnesota really killed them. I, they're probably Terrible. the first team out. Yeah, well, that's I what they say. said. The first, they were one of the first four out. Obviously, they're going to be in the NIT, um, which is exciting for them, I guess, to a certain extent, to be a top seed in the NIT and get to play some home games here. But, yeah, I mean, it's disappointing. Rutgers just has been – they've been bad luck, too, bitten by bad luck. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, I want to ask you, I don't, you know, you say you're not big college basketball. Oh, you don't really know too much say, about college basketball? or, or... I mean, I, I I know enough about it. I don't follow it during the regular season at all. I used to pay attention to it a little bit more. Even this weekend with the conference tournaments, I just wasn't into it. I used to do games for Columbia. I stopped doing that uh, a couple years ago. I was in the Ivy League, uh, which kept me more into the tournament. I mean, I, I love Coach Cal, so I'll root for Kentucky. I know they've been down, but... Um. Yeah. I mean, no. I don't really. What, what was your question? Yeah. So I was just asking. You know, like I'm. A, I'm a big St. John's fan, so I have season tickets. So I mm-hmm. go pretty much every home game. And I was just wondering what you think about the rumors of Patino going to the Johnny. Yeah, that that one I could handle. Uh, and thank you for the call, Justin. I don't. I don't know if I want to say I don't like him. I'm personally not a fan of Patino's for the obvious off-the-court reasons, I think we've gotten to a point where, not that you need to look the other way, but if Iona could hire him and he could have the success there, this is, it's got to be the guy for St. John's, no? Like, yes, the issues happen, and I do believe in having some kind of moral grounds to stand on here. But if you want to turn this program around, instead of all the guys that you know continually come in here and failed year after year after year with St. John's, I would not be opposed to the hiring of Rick Pitino. I feel dirty saying it, but I, I think it's time. I hope it happens because I'd like to see St. John's relevant. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.